Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Bo Henderson, here with Dr. Bill Lampton. Now, this is the voice for local business in North Georgia. And Dr. Bill, I'm excited about all the great, unique businesses we have in our community. And today is no exception. Yes, you and I were talking a few minutes ago. We've been going with the program about a year. And in that year, we have had some marvelously exciting people who contribute to the community, not only through their business, but through their volunteer and charitable activities as well. And it's wonderful to start a new calendar year with more highly informative, interesting guests. Well, let's jump into something unique, something we haven't done yet. We're going to talk about jujitsu. And we have C. Doan and Sean McMurrow with the Alliance Jiu-Jitsu here in Gainesville, Georgia. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. How's it going? So let's let's just jump off a little bit. I've been seeing more and more of Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu around the last few years. It seems to be kind of a growing, and people are becoming more aware of it. But just tell, for those of us that may not have a, a background, just what is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? That's hard to say. <laughs> I noticed. See? I'm going to let Sean answer that. Okay. Sean, what do you think? <laughs> So uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a ground-fighting technique. Uh, so if you think about mixed martial arts, there's a lot of different ways that uh, you can actually engage in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, you've heard of karate and taekwondo, Muay Thai. All those, uh, for the most part, are uh, striking uh, techniques, so things that you would uh, hit someone or kick someone or something of that effect. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is really when the fight goes to the ground. So if we you know, rewind our memory books all the way back to grade school. Typically, you'd see a fight. Someone throws a punch. Someone else throws another punch. Next thing you know, uh, you know, someone's tackling the other guy, and it's going to the ground, right? And so that's really where Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, kicks in. So it's uh, getting into um, advantageous position to end the fight, uh, being able to defend yourself on your back, what you would perceive as a very – uh, disadvantage position, uh, but being able to use that to your advantage to attack and uh, either sweep the opponent uh, or get them into a position where you could submit them in, in the fight without actually having to strike them. Okay, so a different style. Yes. Now, what would you guys say was a reason that we're seeing a little more, and it might just be me, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're seeing more jujitsu out there now. What, what would you say is leading to that becoming more popular or people knowing more about it? I think um, you know a lot of it has to do with uh, just the – you know, proliferation of UFC, right? Mm-hmm. So UFC has grown, um, and you start to see kind of different bodies that are comparable or similar uh, kind of copycats, if you will, of UFC uh, Sh- on TV. Sean, what is UFC? Uh, you, uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship. Okay. So uh, it's really where uh, you're looking at uh, men and women who are competing in an octagon, uh, leveraging different styles of martial arts. Um, and so I think just by virtue of the growth of that sport, you've seen, um, you know, a variety of different martial arts, one being Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, grow in awareness and people becoming familiar with, uh, its strengths versus other martial arts. Great. Well, one of the questions I have is, was there a path here? Was there other sports in your background that led you to Jiu-Jitsu or did you, you know, four years old, did you start? I mean, what, what's the story there for both of you guys? Sure, I can go ahead and start. Uh, my story is probably a little bit different. Uh, so I've played sports all my life, um, mostly you know physical sports, so football um, and those types of things. Um, for me, jujitsu actually uh, came into play 
really for uh, two reasons. One is my brother-in-laws uh, were really big into it, and so they kind of guilted me into it. Uh, but the most important part was is uh, I was traveling a lot on business and uh, actually had an anxiety attack on a small regional jet. And so I started to do some research around, you know, what could I do to counteract the effects of being claustrophobic? Mm -hmm. And so I actually uh, read an article about a gentleman who had a similar problem, uh, you know, being confined in small spaces. And um, so that's actually, so I actually went and tried jujitsu out. Uh, and once you have someone on top of you and obstructing your breathing and those types of things, uh, it certainly helps you overcome that. And so, you know, in the process of that, uh, I fell in love with it because uh, I love physical sports. I've played golf and all the other things, and nothing against those things, but I love physical sports. The other thing is, is I like sports that require me to think. Uh, so jiu-jitsu is kind of the best of both worlds in the sense that uh, it's a physical chess match. And so, again, through that process of trying to overcome that fear, uh, I fell in love, and I've been doing it now for about eight years. Excellent. See, how about you? How, what brought you to jiu-jitsu? Yeah, so when I was young um, – uh, we, you know, I was really small and it wasn't really athletic. Um, not until high school, my friend had, I think, believe after high school, my friend had um, asked me to go do a jujitsu class with him in Grenette. and uh, and I went to my first class and with um, I think Diego Saraba was teaching at the time, and you know, even then I wasn't really big. I think I was probably like 135, 125 pound, um, but I did my first class and I fell in love with it and. And I just realized that, you know, jujitsu is, you know, all about leverage and technique. So I was able to, you know, do well in class against bigger guys. And I think at that point, I realized that, you know, you know, I, it's something I can, you know, use and, and go forth with. Excellent. So, so, it's, so it's fascinating. It's a lot of businesses, a lot of times people's path comes from solving a problem in one way or another, and it sounds no different here. Yes, and then they can help other people solve their problems. I like, well, well, let's talk, you know, one of the things, business. Now, business is no joke, right? We talk about that. It's, there, there's some great things people see, and then there's some hard, hard stuff that happens behind the scenes. So what made you guys say, hey, you know what? Let's do this for a business. I mean, how, how did that come together? Hey, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I think the business side has always been Sean's side mm -hmm. and his strength. Um, I think we first uh, started talking about it when we um, when I started doing privates with Sean at his house. Um, Sean had mentioned about opening school. Um, he mentioned to me a couple of times. I kind of blew him off. You know, I really didn't, wasn't really <laughs> looking to teach at the time or open my own business. I was more worried about um, competing and training with my team um, in Atlanta. And then... Uh, you know, Sean mentioned it a couple more times, and I started to think about it, and then it just kind of happened organically over the last uh, three years. Excellent, Sean. Anything to add? No, I think that's. I, I think, I think what he said's right. Um, I definitely pestered him quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing was, um, you know, for both of us was, you know, I come from a corporate background, and what I found about what I love most in the corporate world is teaching and coaching people. Uh, and so, um, I found that, you know, doing it at Sunday school, uh, doing it in jujitsu and realize that kind of at this stage in my life, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life is to help, you know, coach and teach and encourage people and help them become the best version of themselves. And so seeing, I share that, uh, that desire. And so that's, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well get paid to do it. I was going to say doing something, that you truly are passionate about, yeah. that, that'll go a long way towards the success of a business. Absolutely. 
We've talked so far about male participation. Let's, uh, let's expand a little bit on the gender side. What about females and, and jiu-jitsu? Yeah, so I would say that we, you know, the majority of members in most gyms are predominantly male, uh, but we are seeing an increase in, in women within the gyms. Um, there's a couple things that I think are influenced in that. One is I think there's, uh, there's things that are going on within our society, right? Our society is not get, becoming any safer. In fact, if anything, it's, it's becoming just the opposite. Just and read I, the headlines. That's right. And so I think uh, women are, they don't want to be victims. And so they're looking at ways to defend themselves or at least be prepared in a situation to give themselves the best chance of survival. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, fits perfectly within that. Uh, within that space. And so uh, I think that's one of the things. I think the other thing is, you know, similar to like CrossFit and everything else, uh, females are starting to stretch into other areas uh, to become more physically active, uh, which I think is just, you know, again, kind of a perfect fit with where we're at. The other thing is, is that uh, gyms like ourselves are customizing programs. So they don't necessarily have to train with the guys. They can actually train with a group, a subset, you know, of other women uh, who are looking to accomplish the same goals. So uh, with that, there's more richness in terms of the encouragement, uh, the same you know, challenges or struggles or uh, things that they're looking to solve for themselves. This reminds me, I, I don't know how many of our listeners would have seen the movie, but the movie that Jennifer Lopez was in, where she had a, a brutal husband who was uh, abusing her and her children, she not only flees from the scene, but she takes martial arts training. And the last 10 to 15 minutes of that movie are rather remarkable to watch, where she definitely gets her revenge. Yeah. That was Enough, I think was the name of that movie. Yes, right? that's right, Enough. <laughs> that's right. Well, she had had enough. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, we're, so we're talking about the family. So let's, we can't leave out the kids. So, so what do we do? Do we have programs for kids? And do we get them involved early or how early? Yeah, so we, we do have a kids program. I actually lead up the uh, kids program. C is responsible for the adult program. Um, so we, we start our kids around five. Uh, and the reason why we, we don't start them earlier, and other, you know, I think everyone has uh, their own, own point of view on it, but I think five is really what we've seen as kind of the sweet spot where you can, you know, if anyone who has a five-year-old or has ever had a five-year-old or someone, uh, you know, child younger than that, it's very hard to keep their attention spans for very long, right? right? And so uh, being creative in the way that we approach it. So we're not just teaching them techniques in the same way that we would teach, you know, our peer groups as a, of adults, right? So we have to make it fun. We have to make it engaging while we're actually helping them develop good muscle memory and technique. And so uh, we actually break our classes into two groups of kids, so five to I believe it's 11, and then uh, and then we go from, I believe, 12 to 15. And so those kids are usually similar sizes, and we try to break them up into, you know, even further to make sure that we partner them up with, you know, children of their same size or skill set or whatever it may be. Well, one of the things I was thinking about is we, we've hit the, the obvious benefit of self-defense with jujitsu, but I know there's other benefits there, too. You want to dig into some of the benefits that come up from participating and being involved? Yeah, I mean, and so feel free to jump in with your thoughts. Um, I, I think first and foremost, um, confidence is a big deal. Um, I think any time that you can walk down the street or walk anywhere uh, and feel confident that you're 
at least capable of defending yourself in any situation, uh, that's a good thing. I think the other thing is is that you do create some level of self-awareness of what's going on around you because your body and your mind uh, is certainly a little bit more heightened than it would be if you weren't more active. Um, I think the other thing is is that uh, just your level of fitness is going to be significantly higher than you would be if you were sedentary or uh, participating in sports that don't push you to the level that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu does. Um, I think those are two of the big things. Yeah, I think another big thing is um, it really changes your lifestyle, um, how you live, your diet, your health, you know, what you do on a regular basis, your, you know, good habits, and trying to get rid of your bad habits and stuff. So I think, you know, Jiu-Jitsu does that. And I think the community, you know, at the gym really helps out with, with it too, you know. Sometimes you're, you know, if you fall off the horse, your part, training partner calls you and says, hey, come back to training, you know, what's going on, get back. And so I think that really helps, you know, everybody at the gym to stay focused and just to keep going with it. Well, no, that, that's a fascinating word, community. So that you see in that, the, the guys and, and the people involved, there's a community there around, around the, the school around the, the programs yeah i think it's um the community i think is probably one of the biggest things uh number one it's um the brazilian jiu-jitsu community obviously there's different origins of where it came from but it started you know within the gray season and then it kind of you know started to branch off from there but regardless of where you came from uh the community is very tight-knit right. uh it's very uh, it's not uncommon for you to talk to someone who knows someone uh, that does it, right? So um, that part of it's great. I think the other part is exactly what C said, is that um, it's it's a brotherhood. It's a sisterhood. It's a, it's a family, um, you know, there to help each other. Um, it's not a sport that I would say that you go in and it's not with the intent of going to break someone down. Right. Uh, it's with the intent of, uh, you know, you go in with a learning mindset and you go in with a teaching mindset, right? So you're going to learn and you're going to teach someone what you learned and you're going to continue to get better and they're going to help you to continue to get better. So I think all those things fit very well in terms of supporting kind of why the community is so tight. It's because of all those things I just mentioned. And the community we talked about so many positive outcomes. Right. I mean, because you could you could choose to plug in other kind of communities too. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Um, well, well, here's something I was thinking. So we've talked about jujitsu, and you're seeing more and more of it. So what what is it with alliance, philosophy wise or, or program wise? That, that if I'm saying, you know what, I've heard of that, I want to check it out. Why alliance? Well, so I guess for starters, um, and I'll let C add to this. Um, in my opinion, so I've, I've trained at different gyms um, up until, you know, we decided to open an Alliance gym here in Gainesville. Um, the closest gym for me to train at Alliance gym was, you know, North Atlanta. Uh, so for me, that was, you know, an hour, hour and a half drive. So it just was not attainable. Um, when I think of the gold standard, and, and, and I'm saying this from a purely unbiased perspective, mm-hmm. Alliance is the gold standard. Jacques Ray and uh, what he has created uh, is remarkable. You know, you're talking about a, a community that has, uh, accounted for 12, you know, 12 or, you know, 12 time world champions. Uh, that's a big accomplishment, right? So you don't, for you to create that level of competitors and champions, um, it starts with the environment. It starts with a lot of things that are all very positive. And so, um, for me, that's, that's kind of how I think about Alliance and what we're going to bring here to Gainesville. Well, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like as you 
unpack it a little bit. Alliance is a proven model that you're going to bring up here to North Georgia for, for our community. That's right. Very good. Let me ask you this. Suppose I said I'm interested in your training. What would that involve? Would I be with you for a few weeks, a month, or do you have different plateaus for possibly even different ages? Yeah, so um, what we've seen is um, really when you get into the adult program, you know, we blend all ages. Uh, and the reason why is if you look at the history of the Gracie family, uh, they've trained well into their 90s. It's something that anyone can do. Uh, and, you know, you know, you could be training with someone my age or someone with C's age. Uh, but the, you know, one of the things that C talked about was, you know, jujitsu was created with the intent of allowing the the smaller or weaker individual to actually have a chance, right? So, and, and, and I'm putting that lightly. Um, but if you were to come into our gym, you would be training uh, with us. You know, we offer a variety of different times. We have it in the morning. We have uh, sessions in the afternoon, and then we have several in the evening. In the evening, we offer a beginner's class and then kind of an advanced class. So uh, we probably start you off in the beginner's class, so you're rolling and in, in, uh, learning techniques of someone who's just new to the sport. Um, with people that are new to the sport, we tend to give them a little bit more hands-on because there's a lot to learn everything from – uh, here's the movements that you need to take into account when you're warming up and stretching, uh, and then you know understanding the techniques and applying those techniques uh, consistently. So when you're in a situation where you're actually applying them, uh, that you're doing them correctly. So you're not you're not building bad muscle memory. You're creating good habits versus bad. Well, this is a question I, I have with a lot of business owners, and this this also applies to being in a in martial arts, right? is what would you guys just to, to not just start it but to stick with it and you're saying hey this is something we're going to do for life i would love to hear each of you so whoever goes first the second person has more time to think of their answer right <laughs> so i'd like to each of what would you say is if somebody's out there listening what would be one key to success because it's going to translate from your your martial arts career to your business career and life beyond so well um i think um a really important uh, key is to be really um have patience and have a good attitude because I think jujitsu is really hard. Like it was really hard sports to, uh, to get really good at because it takes a lot of times and you know what I'd, I would say probably you have to train probably four or five times a week to be really consistent in jujitsu. Like two twice a week is really not that great um, to to retain the moves and the muscle memories. So you know like at the beginning, especially for beginners, when you're training as a white belt, you know like I know some people give up pretty easily because you know they're not they feel like not picking up the techniques or they can't you know apply it when they're rolling so i always tell them just be patient and keep a good attitude because i think those two things will um really help you in jujitsu as far as moving on to next belt level and as you move on it just gets harder and harder um i don't think it ever gets easier <laughs> so you know um you know every day i'm still learning every day you know i'm always watching matches online you know asking training partners for new techniques or, you know, just watching people do certain things. Right. So, I mean, it's just always evolving. And I think, you know, you got to have a good attitude and just be really patient through the whole process of it. Patience and a good attitude. Those mm -hmm. sound like winning formulas to me. Yes, they do. Yeah. So I think for me, um, I agree with you hundred percent. See, uh, I would add humility in there as well. I think <laughs> that, um, you know, one day you're the hammer, the next day you're the nail, right. and it's not uncommon for that to toggle back and forth consistently throughout your, 
your training career, uh, and, and it could it could be on a minute by minute basis or an hour by hour basis, uh, depending on what happens. But to me, I think that's important in life, right? You can't always win, and sometimes it's better to learn from your losses, um, you know, and kind of learn. Uh, you know, you, you kind of fail falling forward, right? You tried, uh, you didn't succeed, but you learned something and you apply that and you get better. Um, but the only way that you can do that consistently is being humble, right? Um, so to me, I think that's a big thing that you're going to get from uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Great business, life lessons, all of those. It's funny how they work in all areas of our life, right? From health to relationships to everything else. What about, uh, so, we're, so we're getting going here. What about the next three to five years? What, what makes that a success or a win for you guys with Alliance? Yeah, so I think a couple things. Um, you know, so for one, um, if I just talk a little bit of the things that are core to our business and the way we think about things, I mean, I know we live in a world where, um, you know, people are under attack for kind of staking their claim as to, you know, what they believe in or what they don't believe in. Uh, we, are, uh, we are very forthright with the fact that we are a faith-based uh, gym. Um, so... I say that in the sense that we are, you know, more like your uh, Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobbies than yeah. we would be something else. So we're going to be closed on Sundays to uh, to honor our faith. Right. Um, so that's, you know, I think that's one thing. Uh, we believe that because of that, you know, I read, you know, a scripture this morning from Second uh, Corinthians, and it just talked about, hey, if you if you plant few seeds, then you can expect a small harvest. If you plant a lot of seeds, you can expect a large harvest. And so, uh, we want to be forthright with who we are and what we stand for in our faith, and we and we know that um, that we will have a good harvest at some point. It's not going to happen immediately, but it will. Uh, so we think that that's number one. I think the other thing is is that. Uh, quarter of our values is what we do for the community. So we are offering a program to help underprivileged kids uh, who can't afford to be able to participate in this training. So uh, looking at, you know, getting those people involved, right? So I think, you know, I think research has shown, you know, kids that have nothing to do find other ways uh, to get in trouble, right? So we want to provide them with a location where they can actually uh, build some of those life skills that we talked about in addition to uh, learning, you know, a martial art. And maybe that will take them down a path, uh, whether it be a career or something else. Um, I think the last thing is, is just, um, you know, when we think about family and it kind of ties back to the first thing that I talked about, um, a lot of gyms, whether it be Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gyms or, you know, fitness gyms, um, they require you to sign a contract. So everything that we do uh, is going to be the way that you would treat your brother or your sister or something that affects. So we are not going to have people sign contracts. Uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't charge your brother uh, his monthly dues if he broke his arm and he couldn't train for two months. Right. And so uh, we very much are just going to let people pay month to month, and we think that that's going to be core uh, to things that we do. And we'll continue to emulate that and treat people in that same way uh, within the environment of our gym. But we, we talked at the outset of the program about the different guests we've had over the past year, and I mentioned that practically every one of them contributed greatly to the community and to its charitable arms. And certainly we've found out that Alliance does that. That's right. There's, there's, Thank you for that, Sean. There's usually a mission behind a good business, you know, and a vision. So I appreciate what you're doing, guys. Now, somebody out there listening, and they say, hey, how do I – I like what these guys are doing. It sounds like something I might be interested. What do they need to do? Stop by the studio, go to the website. What's the best way to – what do you recommend? So you can go to www.alliancebjjgainesville.com. Um, we have a, um, a link where you can um, apply for the class that you are interested in. 
and then we'll reach back with you within 24 hours. Um, or you can face uh, message on Facebook or Instagram, but the website is the best place to start. Okay. And then, so uh, I'm thinking I'm putting myself in the shoes of coming out. What, what do I expect? So, so we, you call us and you say, come in for a class. What do I expect? I, I might be a little nervous here. Yeah. So, um, we'll call you, come in and we'll <laughs> give you a tour of the, um, the gym. Right. And then we'll schedule an appointment with you, um, to do your first class. Um, before the first class, we're going to give you like two intro privates, um, just to get to know you better and just kind of let you feel what it feels like to be on the ground and kind of like the techniques, just to cover the basic techniques. Um, and then, you know, after the two privates, you know, we'll put you in the class so you can train with the other students. Um, and especially for beginners, um, you know, we're not going to let you spar. So you get, you know, you learn the techniques and, and just meet everybody. And, and then as you progress further and further along, you know, you would be able to roll with the, um, well, we call it rolling, but it's sparring. Right. Um, with the like uh, the other students, so um, I think it's going to be like a safe environment where you don't get hurt and stuff. Well, you talked about come on in. So tell me, what about the location? Where are we located now, guys? So um, we're located and um, off of uh, our address is uh, twenty one ninety seven Dawsonville Highway, um, Gainesville. Um, I'm not really sure with the, uh, with the area yet, area yet. Uh, but I think Sean can tell you more about that. Yeah, so it's um, it's going to be it's going to be right next to uh, Edward Jones. We are in a small complex right there. Uh, it'd be right across the bridge from where the Academy Sports and Olive Garden Cheddar's is. So if you if you're heading east on Dawsonville Highway or Highway 53, uh, you'll go over the bridge. We will be on your left hand side. Very good, guys. So, so listeners out there, Dr. Bill, again, another great, another great business, some great guests today. And listeners out there, if, if you're looking for, for an activity or something to get involved with, maybe just a community to plug into, check these guys out at AllianceBJJGainesville.com. Another great show, Bill. Yes, indeed. And uh, I think they're meeting a, a very important need. Yep. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, C. Thanks so much for being on North Georgia Business Radio X. And we'll see you next week, same time, same place, right here on North Georgia's Voice for Business.